Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to another edition of Sports Urban Legend. Hello, my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Mamo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, man. I'm doing good. How's it going? Hey, I'm I'm doing good, man. Glad to be back. Hey, glad to have you back, man. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for, for tuning in to this episode of Sports Urban Legend. On today's show, uh, we're going to recap SummerSlam and the aftermath of it. Talk about uh, the Mets and the Yankees uh, season. We'll talk about our thoughts about uh, Jalen Bronson signing with uh, the Knicks. The the one year anniversary just passed. Uh, we'll talk about that, and um, you know what else is on our minds. So you know, most importantly, uh, you know we'd love to hear from you if you'd like to share your thoughts on anything sports and entertainment related you know we'd love to hear from you this is the perfect uh place for you to express yourself whether we agree or disagree this is the this is the place right here so um if you want to you know let your voice be heard please feel free to call us at 563-999-3529 that's 563-999-3529 so feel free to talk about anything you know in the world of sports and entertainment, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, but with that, with that said, um, hmm, what, um, yeah, let's just, um, yeah, let's dive into, uh, you know, the current state of uh, the Mets and the Yankees. Uh, let, let's talk. Let's talk uh, Mets first. Uh, Mets, you know, they've, uh, you know, they. They basically sold away their whole team at the trading deadline. Um, you know, Verlander is traded, Serger is traded, Robertson was traded. I think by the time the last time we spoke on this show, um, yeah, the Mets, you know, got rid of Fam. You know, it was a a fire sale. You know, and um, yeah, the you know the only good thing about it is that the Mets, you know, they they got I think like at least five top prospects. You know, uh, most notably uh, from the Astros in the Verlander trade, they got um, uh, Ryan Clifford and um, uh, Drew Gilbert, who, uh, you know, those two guys are the the best two sluggers that the Astros had. Um, They got uh, Luis Angel Acuna, uh, Ron Acuna's little brother, um, he he just stole his uh, 50th stolen base in the minor leagues. Um, yeah, um, you know, uh, basically for Serger. Um, yeah, um, Ronald Cunha basically said he's a, you know, watching his brother play is like watching himself play, and uh, he thinks his brother is better than him in in advancement. Uh, so that's that's high praise right there. Um, and uh, you know the the Mets. You know, they look like potentially prospect rise, maybe two or three years. They could, you know, could be a good team. But one thing, in my opinion, that they 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 definitely need to do is that they need to they need to they need to give Pete Alonso an extension. You know, in this off season, they cannot let this guy get to free agency because if, if they let this guy get to free agency uh, in 2025. 
guess what? He's he's gonna stay in New York, but he's gonna be Aaron Judge's teammate. Believe that. Uh, I don't know about that, but you heard about the recent uh, a lot of fa- a lot of the Cardinal fans about are mad at Pete Alonzo for for what he did yesterday. Yeah, I heard. I heard. Yeah, so, go over that a bit. Yeah. So basically, yesterday, uh, you know, the Mets, you know, the Mets are currently on a four-game winning streak. Uh, but yesterday, uh, with their third win, uh, they they uh, they beat the Cardinals. But uh, basically, Pete Alonso should have let a ball go foul, but he he took the ball, which made the ball fair, and uh, the player, I think his name was Willis. I'd have to uh, look what his name is. Um, he he basically got his uh, his his uh, first major league hit. And uh, Alonzo, you know, once he feels the ball, he um, he says he just uh, throws it to the into the out into the you know into to the fans. But what he didn't know is that that was um, the the player's first major league hit. Which obviously, when the person has his first major league hit, you know, it's a you know a customary thing you know for you on the field a player. No matter what team you're on, you're gonna throw. You're gonna respectfully throw the ball into the dugout of, you know, the uh, the opposing team. You know, because obviously you're, you, you know, um, the the player who hit is, you know, you know, basically on, on the opposing team. So, uh, you know, you you um, you know, you give the ball, you 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 throw the ball back to the um, to the to the team. But Pete, not knowing that this was the guy's First major league hit. He threw it into the stand, and a, and a lady caught the ball. That's so good. once, so once, uh, you know, the players on the Cardinals was telling him, "Pete, what you're doing?" And and he he was saying like the player, the players, our our player was on his uh, uh, U.S. Um, U.S. Uh, World Cup team, uh, you know, World Baseball Classic team, and he found out that that was his, you know, the guy's first hit. You know, he felt horrible about it, and you know, he was basically. Um, you know, he was apologizing to the guy, you know, in, in first, in, uh, you know, in first, in first base, um, you know, when the, I, I think the guy was in second base. He, 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 he apologized to the guy. Uh, he apologized to the guy multiple times. And, uh, fortunately for him, the late, the lady gave the ball back and, uh, you know, he, uh, the, the guy forgave him, you know, uh, for his, for his faux pas, you know, um, and uh, you know, Pete Alonso apologized. The guy forgave him. So, um, you know, that's the, you know, I mean, that's the basically, um, you know, what happened. You know, um, what's his name? I'm trying to remember. Um, Lucchese had a great game that game. Um, I think Alonso homered uh, both games. Uh, that game and today's game. Uh, Jeff McNeil homered in that game as well. They they won seven to one. Lucchese had a great start. Uh, today's game, uh, Sanga pitched brilliantly. Um, he got his tenth win of the season, and uh, Sanga said that you know if the Mets want him too. He'll 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 try to recruit um, Otani and, and this. I don't know if you heard of this guy Yamamoto. This guy, this guy has like a one ERA in, in Japan, and, and this guy's only like twenty twenty. 24 years old. I think he's going to be 25 years old uh, before the, se- the the next year's season starts. So basically everybody's after that guy too. 
And this guy won back-to-back Cy Young. Well, not really Cy Young. Obviously, it's not called Cy Young, you know, but Japan version. the Japan version of the Cy Young Award. So this guy is, you know, a really, uh, I mean, needless to say, he's a, a phenomenal pitcher. So, uh, you know, um, the the Mets are, so, uh, you know, Senga said that he's going to try to recruit him and, um, and uh, um, Otani to come to the Mets. So I don't know. We we shall see. The Mets the Mets did tell um Serger and Verlander before he traded they traded them away that they they they're not expected to, you know, go after anybody. But maybe they could have been saying that just you know, so those guys can wave their no trade clause and they just try to um, you know, go after it but with, with, with two older without the two older veterans. Uh, you know, Scherzer, you know, Scherzer hasn't, Scherzer wasn't pitching all that great um, this year. He had, he has his up and down starts, um, but Verlander, you know, he he didn't start I think until May something, and uh, his last I think seven starts he was you know Verlander esque, um, but you know, you know basically you know the Mets went in a different direction and. Uh, you know, Mets got some great prospects at the that are you know contributing down in the minors. So, I mean, hopefully the Mets will 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 go for in the off season, try to get Otani, Yamamoto, you know, some you know improve this pitching because right now Stengel's like the only guy that they the proven guy that they have. Yeah. Quintanilla, I mean, he pitched well. He he got his first win uh, on uh, Thursday night. Uh, thir- on Thursday, um, so you know he got he finally got his first win against his former team. So the Mets are gonna try to um, you know get the sweep tomorrow against their former rivals, uh, the the Cardinals. So yeah, the Mets Mets are currently on a four game winning streak, but you know obviously the season's far from over. Um, you know Alonso's starting to go deep more. Uh, you know, Nimmo had a, at least a home run recently. Vogelback even hit a grand slam uh, in this game. Uh, Stewart, he's he's hit like I think three home runs in the last uh, a few days ago. He hit like three or four home runs in like two or three games or so recently. Uh, you know, the Mets are starting to play better, but you know it's too little, too late. But I mean, they, they have a long they have a long hill to climb. You know, if they even want to think about doing a a, a 69 or a, um, 73, which is ironically the 50th year anniversary of the the 73, you gotta believe Mets. I mean, they got it. The Mets have it in their DNA. But yeah, they they have a long hill to climb if they if they want to think if they even want to think, much less dream about trying to come back and, and try to win a wild card spot. Uh, mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, somebody who's who's very familiar with the '69 and '73 team is Ed Cranepool, the longest tenured Met. I mean, this guy literally played the first 18 years of the Mets' existence with the Mets. So yeah, he he won a championship in '69, and he and he um you know he you know he was on the the NL champion. You gotta believe Mets team of '73, and yeah, he ripped into the Mets recently because um. Yeah, the Mets, you know, until these last couple of games, you know, they, they, you know, they didn't let these wins or losses affect them. Like they, 
you know, it was, you know, it was basically they, they didn't, they weren't showing the heart that they're showing these last couple of games, you know, but, um, yeah, the Mets, they, they got a, they got a long way to go. It's a good thing they're starting to play a little bit better, but I mean, unfortunately it's too little too late. Hopefully they could build on something and uh, hopefully Mauricio can get called up. Uh, congratulations to him. He, he, um, he, um, has, uh, two consecutive 2020 seasons in the minors, 20 home runs, 20 stolen bases. Uh, hopefully he'll, you know, they'll call him up soon, you know, or they're going to just wait until September. I mean, I have, I have no idea, you know, or they're just using him as a trade bait because they're not, they never called him up. And this guy was, I mean, is their top prospect and they, they still haven't called this guy. Uh, you know, we, sh- you know, we shall see. Oh, uh, you know, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, they got an, uh, I think another prospect here called Luke Ritter who hit his 25th home run as well. Um, but yeah, the minor leagues, they, you know, the players are doing well. Mauricio is doing well. Drew Gilbert, Luis Angel, uh, Acuna, uh, Jeremy Jackson, a guy they, they, they got recently. Uh, in the trade, he's he's doing well. Jet Williams, you know all these all these guys in the minor leagues are are doing well. Um, yeah, so you know the future looks bright for the Mets, but you know until they they you know they 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 do what they they're projected to do in the major leagues, uh, you know it's just you know all prospects are suspect until they they prove themselves in the league, so. You know, we shall see what happens with the Mets. Any thoughts of, uh, uh, you know, of the Mets? Uh, well, I mean, right now it's a lost season for the Mets. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not really much to say other than right now you just got to continue, just have to end the season off, end the season on the positive note. And then once the off season comes around, you just got to have to rebuild again, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the Mets came into the season as championship candidates, contenders. Correct. Now they're looking like pretenders. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of stuff that's going to have to be done with the Mets as well as the Yankees. You know, and with the Yankees is is you know with their organization is you know we can do better. We can outdo you and do better, and the Yankees have done that. The Yankees have been terrible this year. Mm-hmm. They're currently they're on a seven-game losing streak. Seven-game losing streak. They're at the moment three games on the 500, last place in the division. They're, but whoops, by their rival, the Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Second day in a row. Last night we lost eight to three. Tonight, today we lose eight to one. And Cole, who's been our best pitcher, Cy Young candidate this year, he imploded, gave a grand slam, and the. Uh, second inning I did I think to Luisa uh, Urias. So yeah, this season has not been good at all. It's tough to watch, man. I mean football can't come any sooner right now. I hear you. you, know, I hear you. Offense all year has been stagnant. We can't hit. And then pitching has been inconsistent other than Cole. Um I mean a lot of changes need to be need to be made in off season. A lot of guys that could have to go, even some of the front office guys. 
And Bloom might have to go eat also, mm-hmm. even though most yeah. of this is not his fault. This is what he yeah. was handed, but right. yeah, I mean, it, it has not been a good year at all for the Yankees. Sad to yeah. watch. I mean, the the highlight of the of of uh, Yankee Stadium season was that Hip Hop Fifty Live <laughs> right. that right. I went Don't to a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah tell the us best thing it. I saw at Yankee Stadium all year. So tell, tell us about your experience. It was a great experience. Um, you know, a lot of uh, legendary. And existing acts, uh, uh, Kumo D, KRS-One, um, Slick Rick, Dougie Fresh, Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Nas, Lauren Hill. I mean, a lot of great acts. Little Kim, tributes to Tupac, Biggie, Big Pun. I mean, it was legendary. That was a hip-hop celebration that I will never forget. And one of the best concerts, the best concerts I've ever been to. Seven hours, and it was worth all the money in the world. Much better than watching the Yankees live this year, by far. And plus, you saw your boy Jeter. Yeah, and Derek Jeter did make an appearance also. Wish he could make an appearance in this Yankee lineup, but mm-hmm. or she he can't. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he made an appearance also. Uh, Kid Capri, who's friends with him, brought him out. So that was very nice. Yeah, and I heard that he um he he announced he's gonna play in the old time old timers game. Really? Yeah, for the first time. First oh, time wow. ever. That'll be that. That's gonna be great. That's gonna be great. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you got some good news. Now you're finally gonna you're gonna finally see him playing the old timer game. Yeah, that I I'll go uh, watch I'll go watch that live. I've never seen an old old timers game live. I'll definitely go and see oh, that really? live. Yeah. Nice. So breaking news. Hey, that's why that's why you gotta watch it. That's why you gotta listen to Sports Talk Religion. You know. Yeah. Every Saturday is at eleven. You know, yep. on your Block Talk Radio. You know, you never know. You're gonna have breaking news. Yeah. So for sure. But um, yeah, man. Uh, that. Do you think the rivalry is the rivalry is is still alive, or do you think the rivalry is dead between you and the Red Sox because of your guys? Horrible season. I mean, there's always going to be a rivalry there. It's not the same as it was mm-hmm. from back in the day and the recent years, but mm-hmm. the rivalry is always going to be there between the two organizations. Mm-hmm. And it's just not as intense as it once was. Yeah, both teams have to be great for it to. Yeah. Right now, I'd say it's it's it's. Right now, I'd say it's dead for this season. But uh, you know, whenever these two teams you know, bounce back to their regular ways, uh, you know, then the, I say the rivalry is back, you know. Yeah. You guys, I would say, you guys' rivalry is more so with the Astros, or even though it's more one-sided, and uh, or or the Rays, I would say, probably. But then again, you guys are not even doing well right now. So, yeah. right now, your rivalry is with the, the New York Yankees right now. It's an intra-squad intra- yeah, yeah. intra- game, you know, with your guys. Yeah. You, but you guys are the Yankees. You guys will, you know, this is this is like literally the first time in your lifetime that the Yankees are this bad. And, you know, the Yankees, this this should be the wake-up call that Yankees are going to shake things up. I don't know if they're going to fire Boone or Cashman, which most likely they say they Something won't. Have to happen, but I would, if I was if I was Steinbrenner, um, you know, uh, Hal Steinbrenner, I would, I, would, uh, I would definitely shake things up. If it was his father, George, I mean – 
I don't even have to. I don't even have to continue. Everybody would have been you fired by now. You already would have been, been fired last season. We would have been fired on, on. We would have been fired on this show <laughs> if, if he was still alive. Like, I mean, there's. I mean, there's. You know. You know what? You, you know. Steinbrenner has his fault, his flaws and faults. But I mean, as a as a fan, I mean, you can't. You can't. Uh, I mean, other than his, you know, his his uh, infamous stuff that he did, you know, um, Dave Winfield related. Uh, but other than that, he was a great, great owner, great owner, always trying to win, you know. And you can't, I mean, you can't argue with that. He he really loved the Yankees. He really, he really uh, took a team that was already on the map and and elevated their status, you know. Yeah. You should do that with any company, really. Yeah, and he, he signed, if I remember some more, I think he signed the team like 50 years ago, too. Yeah. I think it was just like $10 million he, he got them, you know. Yep, yep. And then, uh, you know, he capped it off after the, the Yankees, uh, I think they lost, they lost the pennant, uh, they lost the World Series to the Reds, no, wait, um, to the, wait, let me do the math, the Reds, the Red, the big red machine. Because the big red machine won the the won the World Series back to back years in seventy five and seventy six to the Red Sox, the aforementioned Red Sox, okay. in seventy five, you know the the Carlton Fisk home run the game before the game six, you know, um, but um, yeah the the Red Sox lost that series, and then uh, the Reds won beat you guys in seventy five seventy six, and then afterwards you know. Then the obviously you know you guys got um you know you guys got um Catfish Hunter and and, uh, and Reggie Jackson of course and you know you guys end up winning uh, what seventy seven and seventy eight back to back yeah Bronx is burning back right now back, belly to belly mm-hmm. so you know the you know the Bronx was burning and now right now the Bronx is burning dumpster fire but you know they're the Yankees you know they're always they're, you know they're always going to make the right moves to, you know, put themselves in championship caliber team. You know, Hank just has to, uh, rather Hal has to wake up and smell the coffee. I mean, drink, smell the coffee, smell the roses, and do the necessary moves he needs to do to put the Yankees back on track because Yankees have been on this, uh, Yankees have been like this, you know, with the exception of 2009. They've been like this since, uh, what, 2000 and, what, 2004, probably, you could say, like, they've been, you know, they've been, you know, they, they've been in high, high pressure situations, and they just choke in the big, in the big spots, you know, because they homework, they slug in the regular seasons, and then when it gets to the postseason, they can't, they, you know, they're, they're striking out because they're not, you know, hitting clutch, you know, like, again, with the exception of, um, you know, obviously, '09, when A. Rod finally, you know, had a great postseason, and uh, you know, the rest is history. You guys beat the Phillies, and and then ever since then, you guys haven't went to the World Series. You know, but um, which was the yeah, last decade was the was the first time you guys didn't um, go to the World Series, much less win it. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what was the last time you guys uh, went to the you, you went to the the World Series, but you didn't win. The last time you guys had a decade where you didn't win the World Series. The last time we had a decade where we didn't go mm-hmm. to the World Series. 
um, before this, before the last one. No, you didn't win the World Series. I'll give uh, you the eighties. That is correct. The the eighties. Yeah. The, the the Yankees went to the. They lost the eighty one World Series yeah. to the Dodgers. Dodgers finally got their revenge. Uh, the L A Dodgers, and of course you know the Dodgers beat the Yankees uh, in fifty five when the Brooklyn Dodgers finally beat them after all those times the Yankees whooped their behind. And, but do you know what was the first time the Yankees didn't go to the World Series? Uh, I have to go back. I can't, re- I can't recall. Yeah, you're right. You can't recall because you weren't alive. That would have to be um, the 1910s. Yeah. Because remember you guys – um, you guys went to the World Series, I think it was, uh, what, 1921? You guys went to the World Series. You lost to the Giants. And then, of course, the Giants, uh, you know, kicked you guys out of out of uh, Manhattan. And then you guys built a stadium across the street, across the river from them. And um, basically, um, uh, you know, that's how the, the Bronx was uh, – Yankee Stadium was born. And, of course, that was the first year you guys win at all, which is – Ironically, the 100-year anniversary. So, yeah. congrats to you guys, you know. And you guys... And we'll, we'll give us a bit of history t- tonight, mm-hmm. Sports and Religion. Hey, that's what we... Hey, we you know. It's Sports Encyclopedia there. <laughs> so, you know, hey, they, 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 you guys have in your DNA, you know, the Mets, you know, Mets have that, that never-say-die attitude. You know, they, you know, always overcome. And, of course... You know, we're, un- we're always underdogs, whereas you guys are usually murderers roll and just dominate people. So you be- you guys are in unfam- you guys are in unfamiliar territory. So I mean, you know, the Mets, you gotta believe in the Yankees. You know, you, you guys will spend the money and just choke out the opposition. Although the, the the Mets are following in the Yankees path these days with the, their money spending, yeah, hence yeah. their high highest payroll in baseball. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Stevie. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, you know, so both teams not headed in the in the wrong direction right now. Yeah, I mean the I mean the 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 good thing is Mets did you know get some good prospects from these trades, but yeah, uh, this is a, this is a wash of a season. It's horrible. This is a, this is a season that they should have been winning the title, and the Mets. <laughs> Basically, got knocked out on, uh, basically on opening day when you think about it. Because Mets did have like a good start, I think in April I'd without say, Verlander, and then after they just fell out. I think in March or June, May or June, they they just died died. Especially June. June I think was the, their worst month where they just they couldn't buy a win. Steve who, Cohen could not buy a win <laughs> at uh, all. From most teams, Mets Yankees, who do you think season has been more disappointing? That's a you know that's a very good question. Um, that's a very good question. You know, if if you know, considering the Yankees, they went to the ALCS last year, but the Mets. I mean, the Mets. You got all those superstar free agents, Verlander and Scherzer. And your championship contenders, and you don't even like really compete for the first half of the year. I mean, I'd say the, I'd say the Mets would be dis- more disappointing. Higher oh, expectations you, for the about, Mets than the Yankees. 
Oh, you're talking about team. I thought you were talking about a specific player on each team. Which Oh, no, no, just the team. Oh, just the team. team, Yeah, Yeah, oh, yeah. Hands down, the Mets Mets is the bigger uh, failure because Mets, Mets, they they literally got two Hall of Fame, aging two two Hall of Fame pitchers. And, um, excuse me, we didn't even get to the postseason with these guys to see what they could have done. I mean, Sergio had to trade them away, you know, like that, like nothing. I mean, it's even more puzzling. Yeah, that's why Crane Pool didn't get the trade because he said that the 69 and the eight, the 73 teams that he was on, they were way, way, way back in the standings. And there was no no wild card. Um, so, and they came back. Like, yeah, you still have a chance. You know, you never know. So they, they, we were six, six, six games back, I think, of the, the final wild card. I mean, we were basically 100 games behind the Braves. <laughs> It seemingly, you know, but they were they were still in it. But uh, I mean, they were mathematically in it. But the way how the mess was playing, they they were dead as dead as um, a morgue. I mean, they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't win. Like they they were they were playing horrible. The bullpen was horrible at that time. Um, yeah, they, they the the offense when they scored they couldn't when they scored they couldn't pitch and when they pitched they couldn't they couldn't score. So. Which is obviously the recipe of a horrible team. Um, yeah. So yeah, at that time they they weren't showing any signs that they were coming back. You know, once once they just got rid of all the the players, I guess the pressure's off them. Now now they are on a what, four game winning streak. I mean, too little, too late. I mean, even Vogelback is you know producing right now. I mean, but yeah, it's, it's a you know too little, too late right now. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, what can we do? So, yeah, we just got to move on. Mets and Yankees, you know, they just got to, you know, move on and hope hope that they have a brighter future in the offseason. So, yeah, Mets got, you got to believe with the Mets in 2024 if they if they do go after Otani, Yamamoto, and, and try to improve this team. So we shall see. Yeah. And yeah, then the Yankees, we'll of course, you know, Yankees are Yankees. Uh, they'll uh, They'll find a way to bounce back. Uh, they just gotta spend the money and make the tough decisions that they need to make. Um, we'll see. Yeah, I think gears. Uh, you know, basically, you know, the one-year anniversary of uh, Jalen Brunson just passed. Um, uh, I, I know they were. He was playing in the. Um, I think Team USA uh, recently. Uh, Barrett. Barrett, you know, I think he played. Barrett played well in the, um, I think in the Team Canada. But um, yeah, man, what, what's your thoughts on, on uh, you know, Brunson's year as a as a Nick, that just passed by. He had a great year. Mm-hmm. You know, led us to the postseason, second round of the playoffs for the first time in so long. Ten years. Yeah. It was a, he had a great year, and I think he'll capitalize on that and have an even better year this upcoming year. So I'm looking forward to see him and uh, how he – I mean, I think he'll be much more of a leader this year than anything. You know, And mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to see how he progresses. You know, maybe he'll uh, score more a bit, um, pass more, and looking to see how his chemistry with uh, some of these other guys like Randall and mm-hmm. – um, what's the other guy? Right. RJ Barrett. 
Yeah, Richard Bear, yeah. and then reunite yeah. himself with his his uh his uh his um what Villanova boys, you know um yeah Hart and uh Vincenzo yeah Di Vincenzo. I saw an article that called the Knicks a championship contender. I mean, they need one more superstar for that to happen. The, the Knicks, uh, they're a playoff team, I'd say, but I don't know Absolutely. about championship contender yet. Nah, we're not a championship contender. Not yet. I love the Knicks. I mean, but, been... but hey, like Kevin Garnett says, anything's possible. That's true, but yeah, I, I love the Knicks. I've been I've been a Knicks fan for almost as long as I've been alive. So, you know, um, I would love, 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 love for them to be a championship caliber team. But my eyes are telling me they are not a championship caliber team. They need at least one or two more superstars to, to for that to happen. Um yeah. I, I don't I don't see this team. I mean I'm I'm encouraged by the way that they played in the in the um you know in this past season. But yeah, Julius Randle, you know, he's gonna have to um cut down on the turnovers. And um, I would say pass the ball more in clutch situations. And R.J. Barrett, you know, he has to he has to be more consistent. You know, I mean, he showed some flashes in the playoffs here and there. Um, yeah, but they, you know, they they definitely need at least one or two more superstars. And um, Everybody got to raise raise their raise their game up like they they did in the playoffs until, um, you know they got knocked off. But yeah, um, yeah, I think Brunson will will finally make the All Star game, which he was robbed of last year. Should have definitely made it last year. Kind of like how Lindor has been these past couple of years with the with the Mets. Um, yeah, Lind- I, I Lindor has underachieved, I think, with the with the Mets. In my honest opinion, uh, I'd say this year he this year he underachieved. Last year he was he was pretty good. He should be putting up monster numbers for that contract. Um, he's monster numbers. He's starting to play better lately, but last year he should have last year he should have been an All Star. I, I think no doubt about it. Last year he should have been an all star. Are you satisfied with his numbers though? As a as a man? Uh this year I would say no, I'm definitely not. He's starting to play better. I'm not satisfied with it. Um yeah, I would say he should be like a thirty thirty type of guy. Whereas, you know, he's more so he's been I think uh twenty I don't even know if he, he if he even got twenty. He, he might should, be a twenty. He should 20 have thirty home runs every year with that contract they give him. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I say thirty. Yeah, he should be a thirty thirty guy, you know, for sure with that contract. You know, what I mean, I'm not I'm not expecting the guy to hit forty and stuff like that. Like, I don't think he's ever hit forty. I think thirty eight might have been his high his his career high when he was uh, with the with the um you know the Indi- the Indians now known known as the Guardians of course, um but. Yeah, I would say he should be he should be a thirty thirty guy, um, bona fide goal glove. I mean, obviously he he played goal glove defense with the Mets, but you know he has to he would have to for him to live up to the contract he'd have to he'd have to legitimately be selected as an All Star and he has to win a goal glove and uh you know most importantly win the championship. 
then I would say he he's living up to the contract. But you know he's just one player. You know, there's no iron team. We all gotta, everybody on the team gotta do what they gotta do. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, props to Brunson. You know, hopefully we could get um, Mitchell, most likely through free agency in a few years. And, uh, you know, we shall see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this upcoming year, seeing how some of these guys play, play now. And, uh, yeah, pumped up for this upcoming season. Yeah, let's hope it's 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 worth it because it looks so far it looks like it it has potential. Yeah, you know with the addition of dimensions, or you have another guy who's like oh, uh, Toppin, Mark. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Toppin, man, that that man. Don't even get me started on that trade. I mean, what what can we do? Um. Yeah, so yeah, shifting gears on the the Jets, uh, you know they they signed Cook, so that that's another guy who's gonna improve the the running back situation they have. Um, you know that's another weapon for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they they lost their their third preseason. They're, they they fell to one and two, and uh, you know they're what a few weeks away from. The, the the you know the real season starting so you know it'll be time for for um for us to put up or shut up you know you know we got the hype just like the the Mets did you know in the in the off season so now we gotta um now we gotta now we gotta do what we were you know what everybody expects us to do you know they'll play the final preseason game next week against the Giants. That yeah, should be an interesting preseason game, even though obviously it's a preseason game, but you know. The Giants on the other hand, uh, they're one and one. They got they won uh, on Friday night against the Panthers twenty one nineteen. Uh Daniel Jones had a great opening drive there. Tyrod Taylor, the backup, played pretty well. Giants look good. You know, but again, it's only preseason, so we'll see how they play once the season starts. But uh, a lot of uh, expectations with this Giants team after making the playoffs last year. So we'll see. We'll see how they fare. Yeah, we shall see. And uh, yeah, shifting gears to um, the SummerSlam. Uh, what, what was your what was your thoughts on, on uh, this year's SummerSlam? I thought it was a great event. Some uh, some pretty good matches. Um, but it was a very good event. Best one I, best one since uh, WrestleMania, I think, this year. What was your biggest? What was your biggest and least? What was your favorite moment? And what was your least favorite moment from it? Uh, my favorite moment. Uh, I guess the Cody Rhodes 
Brock Lesnar, um, after Cody Rhodes defeated him, um, Brock Lesnar shook his hand and, you know, did the uh, courtesy, common courtesy, you know, hold, held up his hand after the win, hugged it out. So that was pretty surprising and pretty nice to see from uh, Brock Lesnar. You don't see Brock Lesnar do that, do that too often with uh, any uh, any wrestlers. So, paid respect mm-hmm. to Cody Rhodes there. So I thought that was great to see. Least favorite was seeing um, Jay Uso, um, Jimmy Uso betray Jay. Yep. And that probably should have happened at WrestleMania, to be honest with you. For real. My opinion. I don't know why they waited uh, so late for that, but yeah, that was my least favorite moment right there. So what but your, a surprising what, moment with that. So what was your 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 reaction when you saw it happening live? I was surprised that it happened. Well, then I'm not really surprised because I knew something was going to happen with the Usos, but uh, it was kind of uh, it, it was a uh, very um, I, I don't know. I, I because my reaction wasn't uh, I wasn't shocked, you know. Mm-hmm. I knew something was going to happen during that match. Someone was going to turn on on someone, you know. But seeing uh, Jimmy do it, you know, it was a uh, very uh, interesting to see. Yeah, he basically was saying that you know it's kind of like reminiscent of of his their father telling the Rock, you know. You know, he did it for the people. He did it for The Rock when he ran over Stone Cold about, what, 20, uh, what year? So it was like 24 years ago. And uh, what was it, 99, I think it happened? I think he he got ran over a Survivor Series in 99. Uh, Rikishi ran over Stone Cold. And then, uh, you know, it was revealed, I think, in 2000 that it was Rikishi who did it. Rikishi turned heel. Um and then, then they later real, found out that Triple H was behind it, you know, with Rikishi who did it. And Rikishi was like, you know, I did it for the rock. I did it for the people and stuff like that. And, you know, basically, you know, Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold were trying to find out who did it. And they were accusing the rock of doing it because the rock got, you know, popular. I mean, rock was popular before. I mean, rock was getting pop, starting to get popular like since 97. It was with the nation. Ninety-eight, his his um, you know, ninety-eight is like, uh, you know, like when The Rock was, you know, really getting momentum, and then ninety-nine when he turned face, you know, um, you know, it just took him to a whole new level, and then two thousand was like the year of The Rock, you know, basically. So, you know, obviously The Rock's popularity, you know, went to a whole new level in the Attitude Era, um. And then the you know the Rock basically um, feuded with his cousin Rikishi as a result of it, and uh, now you fast forward uh, to 2023. Um, you know Jimmy and Jay are, are are fighting against each other, and uh, Jimmy is telling Jay that he did it for him so he won't turn into Roman Reigns, you know, a narcissistic person who only cares about himself. And, uh, you know, basically, uh, Jay, you know, you know, whooped both of his brothers. I mean, he whooped Jimmy. I mean, he, yeah, he whooped Jimmy and, and then speared uh, Roman Reigns. Uh, that was last week. Um, but this week, 
uh, um, uh, L.A. Knight, he lost his opportunity to regain the title. The um, the well, actually, he never won the title. The um, the United States title because Rey Mysterio won the title last week when he uh, defeated Austin Theory for his third uh, United States championship. And then Austin Theory beat uh, L.A. Knight Friday night so that he could um, uh, be the number one contender, which to me, L.A. Knight should have had the number one, automatically have the number one contendership because he, you know, he won the Sur- Survivor Series Battle Royale, you know. So to me, they should have made that, they should have made that, you know, give him an automatic title shot but that's not what happened um and then of course edge edge won his potentially his last match of his career and and definitely his last match in toronto uh his hometown uh uh on on uh friday night um but yeah let's let's get let's get to the survivor series uh event obviously uh la night won won the um the SummerSlam Battle Royale, the 25-man Slim Jim SummerSlam Battle Royale. Um, Logan Paul defeated Ricochet. Cody Rhodes defeated uh, Brock Lesnar, which, um, you know, we spoke about. And, you know, you know, it's surprising. Brock Lesnar, you never see Brock Lesnar, um, you know, give props to somebody and basically pass a torch to somebody like that. So that was... Definitely a some uh, a WWE moment that live live in history. Um, you had Shayna Baszler fighting against her her former close friend Ronda Rousey um, in an MMA rules match. What did you think about that match? I I thought uh, I thought Ronda was going to win that match, but mm-hmm. Shayna ended up winning it. It was a quick match, also. It didn't last very long. I think it was under eight minutes or, or so. Yeah, it was seven seven thirty seven minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, so it was a pretty quick match, but mm-hmm. yeah, it gave Shayna props. She 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 never win, and I don't know if we'll see Ronda Rossi going forward. I think that yeah. might may have been her last match. Possibly. You got Gunthar uh, defeating Drew McIntyre. That was a surprise there. And yeah, Gunthar, I think Drew McIntyre's gonna win that. That's so too. And Gunthar is is closely approaching Hockey Talk Man's uh, Intercontinental reign record. Yeah. So he's definitely gonna he's definitely gonna do that. Uh, Seth Freakin' Rollins defeated Finn Balor to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. You can see the cracks uh, in the Judgment Day. He's he's definitely gonna get kicked out. Just just like how he helped kick out Edge, he's gonna get kicked out himself. Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, it looks like uh, Damian Priest or, or Rhea, I mean, Rhea Ripley, I mean, she's like the unofficial leader. She's like the Rockin' Nation of Domination when Farouk was leading. She's, Mommy. Yeah. And uh, congratulations to her. She she got engaged to uh, Buddy Buddy Matthews, formerly known as Buddy Murphy. Remember, mm-hmm. his, his um he had the feud with Dominic. Her, her real-life fiancé had a feud with Dominic when he was trying to be uh when he was with her her when when he was with her real life brother real life sister Aaliyah. Right. So there goes that six degree of separation right there. And then of course Dominic's 
uh, gimmick is, you know, he, he stole Eddie Guerrero's gimmick because he he um, believes that Eddie Guerrero is really his father, just like the the um, the feud that Rey Mysterio had with him uh, almost 20 years ago, or over 20 years ago, depending on what year it was. I think it might have been 04 when that happened. It has the mullet and everything. What you said? Oh, yeah, and the mullet. Yeah, the he, mullet. he literally stole the Eddie Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero gimmick. Even the Mamacita and, and Latino he and all that stuff. You know, he, he like, literally stole, every, stole everything. Yep. And props to Dominic, man. He, he's, he, he, he got, like, instant heat. Heat heal, man. Heal heat. Dude can't even open his mouth for, like, two seconds. <laughs> People booing yeah. him, like. That that is, I mean, that's impressive right there. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Oh yeah, Bianca Belair defeated Asuka and Charlotte Flair, uh, to regain the WWE Women's Championship. But hold your applause because Io Sky cashed in her the Money in the Bank, and now she is the new, uh. Uh, woman's champion. Yeah, I'm so surprised by that. that. Yeah, that was a surprising moment. Uh, Bianca Belair, you know, she defeated Oscar and Charlotte Flair. I mean, two nemesis that she that she's been battling her throughout her career. You yeah, know, to defeated. lose it to Sky, that was very surprising. Yeah, yeah, that was that was as shocking as her losing it to uh, Becky Lynch in like 26 seconds. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and another surprising thing, like why why did Trish and her Trish and and, and uh, Becky Lynch were supposed to fight each other in the pay per view event, SummerSlam, and then whatever reason they they changed it. Yeah. And then last but not least, you have Roman Reigns defeating Jay Uso to retain the undisputed WWE Universal Championship and to remain as the tribal chief of the NOI family. So, of course, he won because Jimmy betrayed Jay. Who so? Yeah, that's... Uh, it shocked the world. Mm-hmm. You know what even shocked the world? Jimmy now is quitting. Oh, yeah, that's true. WWE, sounds like. Oh, yeah, that is true. So we'll see if he actually does quit, or this is just part, this is just a ploy. Well, yeah. Obviously, this is definitely a ploy, for sure. Uh, I don't know if you heard that, but... um. Yeah, RVD he he recently uh, made his uh, debut in uh, AEW. Oh, cool! Yeah, and he fought the uh, uh, well, the guy formerly known as Jungle Jungle Boy, uh, Jack Perry. You know, the the son of uh, um, Luke Perry. That's cool. Recently, and um, yeah, Edge confirmed that his WWE contract is expiring. He doesn't know if he's ever going to fight with WWE. Some people are thinking maybe he might uh, jump ship and go to AEW and be with Christian. 
Possibly. A lot of yeah, everyone's going to AEW nowadays. Yeah, it definitely seems like it. Everybody seems all in uh, with with AEW. Uh, you know, their their big uh, their um big uh, event uh, that's in uh, uh, Wembley Stadium. So yeah, that's going to be next Saturday. Uh, let me see. Yeah, that's gonna be next 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 Saturday. Well, actually, next Sunday, I should be exact. Next Sunday, all in. They're gonna be in Wembley Stadium. And uh, yeah, I you know I guess we should. Yeah, let's 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 figure it now. Um, they got uh, Aussie Open, the Aussie Open, which is Mark Davis and Kyle Fletcher versus MJF and Adam Cole. Um, I think MJF is gonna is gonna cost Adam Cole the opportunity of them being tag team champions, or maybe even be Adam Cole. Well, you know what? It might be. I think it's gonna be Adam Cole because MJF looks like he's turning into a baby face right now, and Adam Cole he was hinting uh, this week that he has to win the 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 AEW title, the main event against MJF. So it, it reminded me of uh, Stone Cold warning The Rock in that interview when they were both sitting down with JR that, you know, he has to win it. So it looks like Adam Cole might turn heel again and cost MJF and him the opportunity of being tag team champions. Um, so for that reason, a, a, uh, the Aussie Open is going to retain the a the ROH the ROH world have the world the ROH world tag team championship then you have FTR Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler versus the Young Bucks um i think they're they'll retain it the FTR, FTR. Um, then you got uh Hikiroshida Versus, you know, defending the AEW Women's Championship versus Tony Storm, Soraya, formerly known as Paige, and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Um, hey, maybe Soraya might win it. You know, she has, you know, she, you know, she obviously she's never she hasn't won the um the AEW championship yet, you know, she, she thought her career was over with WWE. She had, she wasn't able to wrestle for, uh, for years, you know, she just recently started wrestling recently. So, I mean, that's, that's the perfect way for her to show that she's back by her winning the, the title and, uh, you know, her, her, um, her ally from her faction, uh, Tony Storm is there. So who, who knows? They, they might, uh, team up. Um. Uh, then you got Darby Allen and Sting, which who knows that could be Sting's last match. Because I mean, you know, Sting, Sting, you know, he, you know, he, you know, he's updating his career. He's not gonna have a, a bigger audience for him to uh, defend the title like uh, with with over eighty thousand British people cheering him on. Versus the Mobile Embassy, 
um, A.R. Fox and Swerve Strickland um, in a tag team match. I think Darby Allen Instinct's going to win that. Um, you got Golden Elite. You got Kota Ibushi, Kenny Omega, and Hangman Adam Page versus Konos, Konos, uh, Kurosaki, Takeshita, uh, uh, and the Bullet Club, which is Drew, Drew Robinson and Jay White. There's a six-man tag team match. Uh, he left out someone. Tushi Kawashiawa. <laughs> nah, I, I don't think he made, I think he's injured. He's not going to be able to, to fight in that match. So, it, it, so yeah, I'm, I'm thinking uh, the Golden Elite is going to win that match. And then you got the Stadium Stampede match. You got Eddie Kingston. Um, Orange Cassidy, um, you know, his friends from his faction, the best friends, Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta, uh, and the the Lucha Brothers, which is Penta El Ziero Mierdo and Ray Phoenix versus Blackpool Combat Club, which is Johnny Moxley, Claudio Casagnoli, and Wheeler Yuta, and then three three people from our faction later to be revealed. Um, I don't know who this, this, this team might be, but I'm assuming it has to be a big surprise, especially um, with the, it being in, it's an all in event plus it's in Wembley stadium. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick the, the mystery fact, the, the mystery faction to win this stampede match. Then you have Will Ospreay versus Chris Jericho in a singles match. Uh, I think Will Ospreay is going to win, even though, you know, Jericho should get the win because Will Ospreay attacked them. Uh, when Chris Jericho, you know, basically uh, last week, his Jericho Appreciation Society uh, broke up with, you know, they, they, they all, all his members left the faction, including... Even uh, Sammy Guevara, a guy he's been cool with. Uh, oh, yeah, and even Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger, they they left the group, and they, they've been with him ever since their um, inner circle days. So, um, yeah, so Jericho was thinking about joining Don Callis and his, his faction um, since they've been cool with each other for, like, like over 30 years in real life. Um but Jericho was agreed to join his his faction, but Don Callis wasn't was expecting Jericho not to uh, accept his deal, so he he had a mystery painting that he was going to show, but since Jericho said yes, he he's going to join it. He said never mind. So then Jericho, when they were both going to leave the ring, Jericho insisted that he saw the painting. So sure enough, Jericho revealed it. Showed, saw the painting, and sure enough, it was Don Callis holding a, a severed Jericho severed head in this um, this painting. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. That was really weird and shocking to say the yeah. least. Yeah, wow. But yeah, so basically, Don Don Callis uh, assumed turn him down, and uh, Jericho didn't. But of course, after he saw that, he did turn him down, and then Will Ospreay. Um, and I think it was Kono, uh, Konosuke 
Tegashida who who both jumped uh, Jericho in the ring, uh, and then Don Callis took the, the 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 painting and smashed it on Jericho's head. So those signs should point to Jericho getting his revenge on Will Ospreay because of this. But Jericho tends to you know put put guys over. I mean Will Ospreay is a very um, popular guy you know in the wrestling business. But having a, a you know Jericho you know Jericho lose to him in this event you know would be a, a big win. I, I think him and Austin had a forty kid before, but I'm not sure. Um, but um, yeah, I think Jericho is always willing to put a guy over. So I think Will Austin will win that match. Then you got you know an, another group of legends in, in the wrestling business. Uh, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Uh, they recently had their rivalry where uh, CM Punk finally defeated uh, Samoa Joe in that uh, collision match uh, not too long ago. And this is going to be for CM Punk's real world championship because I don't know if you know, a few weeks ago, Jericho, I mean, not Jericho, uh, CM Punk revealed that he still had the title that, uh, that he that people assumed he he uh he vacated because of his injury and the controversy that he had with that brawl um he he revealed that he still had the title and then he put his straight edge x on it and now he calls it the real world championship so Samoa Joe is going to try to be the first man in AEW history to defeat CM Punk in a title match um, I think CM Punk's going to retain it. And and then last but not least, MGF and, and Adam Cole are doing double duty, and MGF is going to retain the title against Adam Cole. Adam Cole's going to turn heel. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's going to happen next Sunday. Next Sunday pay-per-view event. But, um, yeah, I it's like uh, it's that time of time again. Time for us to head out. Anything you'd like to say uh, before you know we both uh, ride off into the sunset? Uh, no, that's about it. Everyone, check your local listings for my show I'm at. Uh, have a safe weekend and come back and check out Sports or Religion every Saturday at 11 here on Block Talk Radio. That's right. You heard the man. Check out his. His show, iMac, every uh, Saturday is at 10. Check your local listings. Check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And, of course, most importantly, check out uh, Sports Urban Legend every Saturdays at 11, only on Blog Talk Radio. So uh, he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.